and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host Aurora, life coach and companion on this beautiful journey called life. I hope you feel good, I hope you feel safe, I hope you feel loved. If you're not feeling well at the moment, I hope you get the help that you need and yeah, especially hope that my episode here can help you on your path to feeling better. Today is the first day I'm recording outdoors again. I'm enthused. I'm so excited. And you might be hearing squirrels and birds out there or maybe my dog sniffing around. Um, it's Wind still, if you say that in English, which is very uncommon here in southern Alberta. And um, yeah, it's just a fabulous day and I'm very excited to be sharing some of that energy with you. Today I want to talk about your interpretation of your story, situations, your past. You see, when... It comes to coaching, I love to listen uh, to people's stories. I love to get to know people on a deeper level. But what is most important for me is to find out what my client is making out of the story. What are the conclusions, the assumptions that he or she made about him or herself? Is it a positive conclusion, an empowering one, or is it one that is making the person feel small, unimportant, uh, worthless? You see, let's look at two people, person A, person B. They both live on different continents. They have nothing to do with each other. Person A goes through... A traumatic heartbreak feels shattered, feels totally worthless. And uh, yeah, it's really, really cornered, uh, feels depressed and doesn't know what to do with her life anymore. Person B is also going through a heartbreak and it's also very miserable and sad, but person B is given tools that help her to make different conclusions than person A. And even if person B wasn't getting a coaching, it can very well be that she makes a very different conclusion about herself because of the heartbreak. You know, some people can go to a job interview and get rejected and might just think, oh, well, uh, it was just not meant for me and I will knock at the next door tomorrow. And another person goes through the very same interview with the same boss, the same vibe, the same reasons for rejection and they are just totally shattered. Why is that? Why are people so different? Because we perceive life very, very differently. And we made conclusions about our past that are not similar most of the time with people that we have um, around us. We're all very unique. Um, 
people are very special. <laughs> but it is really important to, to look at your interpretation and to see how this is secretly guiding you through your life. Let's say that you are dating and you keep yeah, not meeting people that are really in alignment with your values. How do you approach dating? Do you approach dating as, oh, yeah, that's something what I have to do because my parents want me to have children and get married? Um, or I have to be dating because I hate being alone? Um, we all have different motivations why we want to date, why we want to be out there. And sometimes our inner world is on a very unconscious level manipulating our outcomes. We can't really make sense of why this person doesn't want to go out with us anymore. Well, maybe they sensed this vibe that you don't really want to be dating, that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And that's what they are replying to. So... With coaching, you can make a lot of sense out of yourself. You know, blind spots. I had an episode about blind spots that I would suggest you listen to if you're interested in this. Because if we are not being made aware of what our blind spots are, of what our beliefs are about ourselves, about life in general, then we will keep running against a wall. Do you know, like these car toys that you can charge up and then they drive on their own, but if it gets stuck against a wall, then it doesn't know how to reverse or turn or it just keeps banging against the same wall. And, you know, I've done that for 10 years. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not proud of this. And it took me a long time to not re feel regret for being stuck for so long. But I was given tools after 10 years, after opening up to several coaches, that helped me to get unstuck again. And now I feel the deep urge to providing these tools for the world, for people out there to have shortcuts, to not struggle as long as I did, to not regret that they wasted time. Another thing I want to talk about today is your comfort zone. Sometimes your comfort zone is actually your worst enemy because you are in a position that is comfortable, that you can exhibit your little habits, uh, your little addictions maybe even, and no one is going to challenge you. But at the same time, it's going to keep you in that little comfort zone. And maybe that comfort zone is not even what your soul desires. So then we become sick, we become depressed, and we wonder, well, what is going on? I got my comfort zone and I should be happy. But you're not. And why is that? It is because you don't quite know yourself good enough. You don't know what truly brings you joy. You know what is comfort. You know what is discomfort, maybe even. But you're not seeking out adventures that could connect you to yourself again because it's outside of your comfort zone. Um, it is really important to 
notice what truly makes you happy. When was the happiest time in your life? Was it a short moment? Was it an extended time? And where are you at right now? How can you go back or how can you find new happiness? You see, sometimes when we feel stuck, it is not necessarily the fault of our circumstances and the people around us, although we love to blame it on them. It is all about you and your perceptions and the conclusions, the interpretation that you have made. It is so important to be on this quest, to be a little bit of a detective and find out, okay, I believe this, believe A, strongly about myself. So let's pick a negative one. I suck at math. This is what I believed for the longest time. Until I moved to Canada and was exposed to teachers that are teaching very different styles. And were motivating, inspiring me in very different ways. And all of a sudden I was super good at math. Because I changed the environment, because I was open enough to get out of my little bubble, my comfort zone of telling myself that I suck at math. And this is what I'm wishing for you, is that whenever you have a belief, whenever you feel like, yeah, you're not enough, yeah, you don't got it, you, you yeah, are going to be stuck in this situation forever. Is this thought really true? Is that belief true? Why is it true? What would happen if that belief would just drop? And I encourage you to look at Byron Katie because her work is just incredible. She walks you through these four steps of questioning your beliefs and asking yourself again, really? This is your software, maybe even the hardware that your brain was running on for the last decade. But is it really true? Is that really something I want to keep pursuing? You're going to have the same outcome every time you approach a new project if you don't change your mindset. Again, it is not your circumstances. It is not the people around you. It's how you see the world. It's what you believe you deserve. Is what you feel is in alignment with your identity but if we go back and find out who are you what are you made of you will, will very quickly see that those beliefs are working against you they're holding you back they're preventing you from meeting your desired partner you see when we start dating and we still feel that we're not worthy for love, that love is a mess, love is something dangerous, you will never fully open up to your partner because those beliefs are going to be running in the background, in the back of your mind, and they're going to you know, hold the, um, the strength, strings, <laughs> um, and you being a little puppet. I don't want you to be a puppet anymore and a victim of your beliefs. I want you to be self-empowered. I want you to exactly know who you are, what is good for you, what do you desire to see in your life, what is it you want. 
instead of focusing of what you do not want. See life as a cab driver. Whenever you sit in a taxi, in a cab, what are you going to tell the driver? Are you going to tell the driver, um, I don't want to go to B, I also don't want to go to C, also don't drop me off at D. At E, I had a really shitty experience. Did you say that to your cab driver? I sure hope not. I'm very positive that whenever you enter a cab, you're going to tell them, I want to go to this destination here, maybe even point on the map. And this is what I want you to do in your life as well. I want you to be crystal clear on what you want and then inquire every day, if not every week, are you making steps, even if it is baby steps, towards that goal? If not, don't come crying on my shoulder. If you are not willing, wanting to achieve your goals, if your belief system is so strongly working against you, then we have to go a step back, not focus on what you want, but focus on what the heck is it that you believe about yourself, yourself sorry, the assumptions and the interpretation. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. Take really good care of yourself. And if you feel called to start a journey with me, please contact me on Facebook. If you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast here. And you would do me a huge favor if you would leave me a five-star review um, and a rating on Apple Podcast for people to find my podcast a little bit faster. All right. Take care. I'll drink a big cup of water now and I'll be out there for you on Monday again. Bye-bye.